Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Men's Room blank question. Once enough time had passed, I finally admitted to doing blank. 206-421-ROCK. <laughs> Hello, Cody. Welcome to the Men's Room. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's going on, Cody? What's up, Cody? Oh, it's going good. All right, so basically my story is um, I used to live with my mom when I was like 16, and me and my buddy went up to his house, and we did some mushrooms. Um, After we did those mushrooms, his mom all of a sudden called him and was like, hey, I'm going to be home in like an hour. So we started to freak out, and we walked down to my mom's house, which was only like five minutes away. And we brought some weed with us, but we didn't have a pipe. So we made this little bong, and we ended up, like, not knowing what to do with it. And we stashed it in her backyard in this water pipe. (laughs) So, like, two years go by, and then all of a sudden she had to get, like, some kind of plumbing done on her house. (laughs) And this guy comes out, and he was like, hey, ma'am, I found a bong in your backyard. (laughs) And, and my mom calls me, and she was like, what the hell is this? So I had to describe to her how I made a bong after doing mushrooms and going up to my buddy's house, and that we stashed it in her backyard. Was she, was she impressed with you? Uh, I mean, kind of. It was like a duct tape bong I made. I mean, it was kind of cool, but at the same time, she was also very embarrassed that the plumbing guy came over and was like, uh, ma'am, I just found this in your backyard. <laughs> yeah, a bong. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, what is this? <laughs> yeah, that's always a weird thing. And parents find drug paraphernalia. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they know yeah, it's totally. not theirs, and you're the only kid living at home like, well, we're about to have an awkward talk here, aren't yep, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. Something about shrooms, though. We uh, pain in the grass. I don't remember how many years ago. Basically, Castle had been out, I want to say, the night before. All right. But so when we meet up on the Saturday to go down the pain in the grass, he is now just the husk of a man. All right. Like he has gone out and had a great time. And he's like, dude, I just, I'm going to kind of take it easy today. Anyway, I got this bag of shrooms. I don't even want to look at them. Any of you guys want them? I'm like, oh, hell yeah. So he said, look, just do me one favor. Do not eat these at Pain in the Grass because they're really, really potent, man. I'm like, oh, dude, you got it. And I mean, within 30 seconds, I'm mowing these things down. But he doesn't know that, right? So we show up at Pain in the Grass, and we're backstage, and we're doing all the stuff we got to do. And I'm maintaining pretty well. But then at some point, we have to interview Sully Erna from Godsmack. It just turns out that at this moment that we're going to interview him, the band is about to go on hiatus. They have not announced publicly they're going to go on hiatus, but whatever bad blood's going this down the This was like the last show of the tour for them. It, it's going down, yeah. and, and Sully's pissed about 
whatever, which is his right. It's fine. So I remember it is hotter than hell outside. He shows up to this table. And keep in mind, and we have an audience around us because they, they're going to watch the interview, right, and all this. So Sully shows up. We've never met this guy before. Obviously, we're familiar with Godsmack. He shows up. One, he's shirtless, which is no big deal, except that because I'm tripping on these mushrooms, I couldn't help noticing that it looked like his nipples were melting. All right? It looked like his nipples were like crying. Mm-hmm. And so this and they is, were both pierced, too. Right. So and like, I mean, so yeah, Sully. my eyes are locked on these melting nipples of Sully Arnett, but he is in a bad mood. He's not being mean to us. It's not even a bad interview. He's just in a bad frame of mind, kind of throwing the band under the bus a little bit. Like, these are fresh wounds he's going through. And the whole time, oh, and Miles basically has to carry the whole interview because I'm just tripping, and I realize don't say anything because if I say anything, I know I'm going to say, hey, man, it looks like your nipples are melting. And I just knew that would derail Everything and Castle also is standing off to the side because he's kind of monitoring the interview. That's his prerogative. So we finish up the interview. Castle pulls me aside. He's like, "Hey, man." I'm like, "What, dude?" And I'm trying to be cool. He's like, "Did you eat those goddamn shrooms?" I'm like, "Yes." He's like, "God damn!" Like that's the one thing. I said, "Listen, I'm keeping it together. I'm just telling you." Looked like his nipples were melting. He goes, "You looked like you thought his nipples were melting. (laughs) That's why I'm asking you." Like, sorry, man. Men's room blank question. Once enough time had passed, I finally admitted to doing blank. 206 421 Rock. There's certain people you can't give certain things to. If you're going to hand me drugs, I'm going to do them. Right. Like, I mean, that's that's quick and easy. Man, we, what, Red Festival last year? This chick's like, hey, man, do you want to smoke with me? And I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I just smoked. Like, I'm, I'm really starting to get high, so no, no, no. She goes, well, you want to do some shrooms? I'm like, hell yeah. Now, I walk around the perimeter Red Festival. By the time I made it backstage again, I swear to God, it's like everyone knew I was on shrooms. I want not mention names, but like eight different people. Like, dude, are you shrooming? I'm like, yes. How did everyone here find this the hell out? They're like, because you did it in the middle of the crowd. I'm like, okay, that'll do it. Yeah. I don't uh, think I knew. You didn't know? Oh, all right. Well, guess no. what, Ted? I was tripping on shrooms at the last Red I Festival. I thought it was because you were walking around going, I'm on shrooms. No, I didn't say anything. <laughs> That's what I remember. I was like, oh, you bastard. Why didn't you give me some? It was the moment. Let me find the person. Yeah. I have just been somewhere with you, and I'm not picking on you, but you specifically were like, take these. Get them away from me. What was it? Oh, maybe like a Christmas party or something. Oh, all right. <laughs> just like, I'm going to keep doing this, so please. Right. You just spent a lot of time on the deck, and I was like, hey, bro, are you okay? You haven't come inside. Like, you know, take them from yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's tough to have a conversation with someone who you know uh, who does not know you're in that state of mind and trying to pull it off, because you just assume when you're there that everybody knows. Yeah. That's oh, you think the whole, right. You everyone, think the world knows. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, I might as well call my mom. She knows. <laughs> Mom, I'm tripping. You're right. I'm right about what? The fact that I'm on shrooms right now. I just figured to call you and confirm. I Did never you eat a pizza? Right, exactly. I think the worst I had, man, I got so high. It was just one Christmas. I'm no longer living with my parents, but I'm going to go there for Christmas Day, right? So I just smoke like a champ. I want to say I'd worked in radio earlier that day. Little man on the totem pole, you're working Christmas. So, I mean, I just get baked. I remember showing up there, and my mom used to throw these massive Christmas parties with friends, family, and I just remember rolling in. Everyone's already a few drinks deep, again, because I had worked earlier. And I walk in there, and I mean, I am so high, and instantly I'm like, this is the worst idea I've had. Like, it was, it sucked, man. Because you're going to have to have adult conversations. This is adult conversations, and again, this is with relatives. They don't know you smoked, but friends, parents. They haven't seen you in a long time, so they want to get caught All up on everything. Stuff. Oh, my God, man. And I mean, and I'm just getting harassed with questions, because again, I'm fresh in the radio, so they had a lot of questions, you know. How is radio treating you? Is it what you want it to be? Blah, blah, blah. Merry Christmas. I haven't seen you in the whole time. I'm like, Jesus Christ, stop talking to me. Mm-hmm. But you can't say And I'm just sitting there just sweating, 
handshake and eyes all bugged up. And this is the worst guy. But I, I can't say anything. Anymore. Yeah. You ever seen the guy that does the alien shows and like his hair sticks up real high? So I don't. All right. Or you see like Grandma's Boy. Just picture your typical like cartoon stoner. Right. right? Just eyes massive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pupils can't. dilated. Right. So that story I tell about my buddy that broke his leg and it went through the skin and everything. Yeah. <sighs> so when we're sitting at his house, right, he's on serious pain meds. But he's also, I've got to go have lunch as part of this story with my whole family, right? Oh, and the, my niece and nephew are little. But same thing. He's just like passing this ball back and forth. And I'm like, sure, man, I'll never see you. Blah, blah, blah. But same thing. Like, as I sit down for the lunch, it's just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> right. right. And it's like, I, and I just, I swear to God, I couldn't speak for like 10 minutes. And you're just like, like you said, just like drinking water at an excessive rate. Just <laughs> yes. like, are you okay? What? Yeah, trying I'm to fine. get there. I was just sitting I'm just tired. <laughs> Right, just tired. And That's I asked, like, you know, when you ask the wrong question, because we were at one of those like mom and pop like sandwich places that like my mom likes to go to with her friends. And right, she had half a sandwich and a cup of soup. soup right, oh, and geez. I blurted out something like, "Can we go to Fridays and get a beer?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> please. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm so stupid. I'm not trying to be mean, but I hate this at a really high and I can't cope. And I don't like soup. <laughs> not now. <laughs> soup is never soup. You never get stoned and go, I need soup. All the munchies it's I've all had. All the food you've ever had in your life. Bowl of cereal, absolutely. Boy, I could go for some bisque. Grilled cheese, sure. No one says, I need soup. <laughs> right. oh. mm, make it thick and chunky. Yeah. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, look who it is. Oh, hi. Ryan Castle, live from his basement to Dungeon Studio. Is that a painting of Jimi Hendrix hanging in your basement? That is. And you know what? Uh, our friend uh, Steve the Thrill Hill got that for me as a housewarming gift. Yes, I did. did. You I did. That is a you... local artist named uh, Casey Brookbush who painted that. And uh, we picked it up at a bar here near my house where he was doing a showing. Did and you... that bar is no longer there, unfortunately. No. That's fact. Yeah, that was uh, Naked City, the brewery on uh, on Greenwood. Mm-hmm. I bought his Beatles we painting. A, I, we got I, Castle, I, I, the Hendrix painting. There are a few floating around. Uh, we have, what, Lemmy and... Uh, Angus Young you hanging have, up you in the, have the old building. You the Beatles in your living room, don't you? Uh, it is now in the basement, but it was in the living room, yes. Ted, did you yeah. get a, a home a housewarming gift when you moved into your new place up on Capitol Hill? Yeah, of course. What, oh, what did you get? Uh, I got a painting. <laughs> of what? <laughs> I got a painting of Sebastian Bach. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> wow. That's so awesome. You're probably yeah. the only person who has one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Yes. He bought it How's on that? Sebastian Bach's tour <laughs> right. bus, yeah. which he paid $15 no, it was uh, for the opportunity to, uh, to go to. <laughs> Honest to God, Castle and I stopped by a uh, Sebastian Bach show. It's true. There's like, they got this piece of paper taped up, and it said, meet Sebastian Bach, $100 in cash. But what was handwritten? Yes, it was. You know his agent and his manager isn't getting their cut of that. This is a great idea. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> how's, uh, how's things there at the home? Everything good? That's good, man. I mean, uh, it was nice to go outside for five minutes today. Right. That was different. Yeah, that is crazy. Okay, today yeah. we've got some... It's like a uh, tour of my lungs. <laughs> today we've got some songs dealing with misters. Now, what was the, yeah. what was the protocol when you guys were, were growing up as far as how your parents taught you to address other people? 
So did you have a strict rule of as far as you had to, everyone was Mr. Such and Such. Sometimes it could be Mr. their first name. So it could be like. I did not get that. I had Mr. and then their last name. And only since I've been an adult, like, so all of my kids' friends call me Mr. Steve, at least to my face. I'm sure there's different names behind well, Mr. my Mr. Steve doesn't make you feel old, though. You know what I mean? It like, does, because the only people that say it are children. And children always yeah, make you feel old. Yeah, right. I'm with thrill. It had to be Mr. and Mrs. and their last name. And yes. their last name. And then when I was name. in like a junior in high school, I started hanging out with a buddy, and his parents were like, use our first name. Uh, but sir, it like, blew my mind. Sir this, and this ma'am? probably come as a shock to a lot of you, but uh, my parents were not big on uh, rules or structure. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, yeah. so long as I didn't call someone the F word, I think it was probably okay. But there was but a lot of... Then, that, that still flew from time to time. F face. Yeah. It was, right. Exactly. We told you. It was exactly. sir. It was ma'am. It was mister. It was missus. And, uh, you know, we watched... Uh, uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, our parents watched Mrs. Robinson. You know what I mean? We had all the... Was, what was Mr. Rogers' first name? Fred. Jim. Oh, God, right. So you'd call Mr. him Mr. Fred now. That'd be the name of the show, yeah. Mr. Fred's Neighborhood. But, like, one of my best friends, Bernie, to this day, like, I would never use his mom's first name. It's Mrs. Granzo or Mrs. G. Do you sure. even know her name? Sure. Okay. <laughs> You don't think Voldemort, man. You don't say it. So we have, uh, we have, we're just going Mister today. So it's uh, ten yeah. songs about Mister whatever, Mister such, such. such and such, Mister such and such, Mister such and such, yeah, whatever his name. Ten, number ten. Ah, yeah. All right. version of staring at your phone waiting for someone to text back. I think I still call the postman Mr. Postman. I feel like only old black men call the mailman Mr. Postman. Mr. Postman! I wait for a very important package. I always do the same thing. Rain, snow, sleet, you know the rest. That probably is. Shut up. God, Here's your bill. Here. Here's the guy again. Like, sorry. <laughs> Clean play club? Do I get a sticker, guy? <laughs> right. Ooh, coupons. <laughs> <laughs> These are 10 songs about Mr. Such and Such on Sit and Spin. Oh, yeah. You know, I got to tell you, I never really liked the killers. <laughs> <laughs> Just be honest with us, man. Tell us how you but, really feel. But having said that, have you ever seen them uh, live? I've I seen have some, not. some concert footage of them recently. They put on a great show. Like, it's a rock show. So, oh, yeah. Credit to the killers. I mean, look, I heard Taylor Swift puts on a great show. She so does. She's a professional artist. She should, but I don't Correct. want to hear her music. But she's Miss Swift. Miss Swift, yes. These are 10 songs Ms. about Ms. Ms. Swift. <laughs> 10 songs about Mr. Such and Such. Eight. Number eight. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the song is so stupid. Is it? Yes, it is. Enter Why? 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 This is the uh, prequel to Metallica's Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman, yeah. It was a simpler yeah, time. You know, this, I can't hear this song without thinking of the scene when Marty McFly first walks into Hilldale, because this song is playing. <laughs> like, was sleep that hard to come by in the 50s and 60s? Apparently they're insomniac. Mm-hmm. It's hard the worst thing that could happen when you're asleep is you wake up with sand in your eyes instead of smoke. It was all the uranium in the air. <laughs> Ten songs about Mr. Such and Such. Seven, number seven. Mr. Bojangles. So I believe this is the nitty gritty dirt band version of this song is the one that it everyone is, is most uh, most uh, familiar with. But like everyone has done this song over the years. I was just I was just looking at uh, Garth Brooks, 
George Burns, J.J. Kale, uh, uh, Harry Belafonte did this. I mean, everybody. Harry has done Belafonte this. and George Burns. I'm just mm-hmm. picturing. What came first, the song or the chicken place? This was about the guy who made the chicken. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is, it was about chicken. Mr. Bojangles, <laughs> good biscuits. Mm-hmm. It was oh, written really by chickens. Good. Yeah, they were singing too, Mr. Bojangles. If you're ever in the Atlanta airport, go get a chicken biscuit in the morning off a of red eye. It's fantastic. <laughs> These are 10 songs about Mr. Such and Such on Sid and Spin. It's number six. No more, Mr. Nice Guy. No more, Mr. Clean. No more, Mr. Nice Guy. They say he's sick. He's a C. What do I say? Dallas Cooper, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. And you could tell from that point in time he just turned into a D-bag. Oh, a horrible guy. He's one of the nicest guys in rock and roll, so it's kind of hard really to sell is. me this song. You know what I, mean? I don't know. He's like, yeah, I just want to play golf. You know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to cut my grass. <laughs> I'm done with this. And my lawn is impeccable. <laughs> right. Tell me differently. <laughs> Ten songs about Mr. Such and Such on Sit and Spin. Five, number five. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. No, don't. I'm not sleepy, he plays the tambourine. No That's I'm not the guy I want to play a song for right. me. Could you imagine a tambourine solo? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's either the worst thing you've heard or the most impressive thing. Golly. It would, it would come like right after the drum solo and dude would go off for like three minutes. <laughs> There's no bussers out there with just a tambourine. You know what I mean? Not successful be ones. Like, be no. like right up there with the bass solo. Hey, shut up. These are 10 songs <laughs> about Mr. Such and Such. Jones does not sound like someone I want to hang out with. We're going to look at beautiful All women the- and share fairy tales. But everyone on this segment right now, except for Mike, probably has spent plenty of time with him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How many uh, Hollywood uh, women did that guy have sex with? Oh, God. Didn't he just win a time where he was just killing it? The guy from oh. the uh, Counting Crows? Yeah, Adam, yeah. Uh, Courtney Cox for a while, Oh, my right? God. Yeah. I never understood it. Every time I looked at the picture, I'm like, no, but is this the right it's, guy? It's white dreadlock guy. You know what I mean? You just expect you can get weed from him, and that's about it. You had no idea he could plow through half he, of Hollywood. Wait, did he's, I, he's, he's I every guy something? I knew in high school that what? could play guitar, right? But th- that was just killing it for some reason, uh, and that reason was because he could play guitar. Yeah. I imagine is he Mr. reeks of patchouli. Is Mr. Jones code? Four? I don't know. I think it's about... Needing or uh, addiction or all right, like Jones and Envy uh-huh. right. Oh, all these right. are 10 songs about Mr. <laughs> such and such. Three, number three. And this is about heroin. <laughs> There's a, make no mistake. Mr. Jones, Mr. Brownstone know each other. One of the greatest uh, Guns N' Roses songs in my mind. There's a lot of good ones, but this is one of them for sure. I remember being a kid okay. singing it. My parents were like, yeah, they had that look on their face like, should we tell him or no? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I knew what it was about till like 10 years ago. Most of us didn't. Well, I guess some guy named Mr. Brownstone he hangs out with. Don't yeah. dabble in cigarettes. All I know is they sleep late together. These are 10 songs about Mr. Such and Such on Sid and Sid. Number two. This might be the finest Mr. Song out there. In the world of Mr. It's such and Suches, I would argue that Mr. Crowley is the finest such and such. Castle, what were you doing no, today on no, the... Uh, this is number two. What were you doing on the KISW Facebook thing today? What did you say? They're having like a 40th anniversary issue of this album? 
Yeah, yeah. It's uh, at the what the tw- well, I want to say it's this weekend on the twentieth is the fortieth anniversary of Ozzy Osbourne's Blizzard of Oz. It's a big deal. Yep. That makes me feel old because this was one of the first two parents that my parents bought me that was not a kiss out. Suicide Solution, no, for- no Bone Movies. What else is on that damn thing? I, I think, think Crazy Crazy Train. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy Train. This was yeah. a fantastic Ozzy's 40th album. anniversary of Blizzard of Oz, brought to you by Metamucil. <laughs> he, doesn't even, he doesn't even know it. These are 10 songs about Mr. Such and Such. We have made it to number one. One, number one. Take these broken wings and learn to fly again. Learn to live so free. I thought this song was Broken Wings. It is. It's by Mr. Mister. Oh, oh I was like, what was the Mister? Yeah. <laughs> The ultimate Mr. Song is by Mr. Mister. Yeah, you got that right. Thank you, Ryan Castle. We appreciate it. There you go on Sit and Spin. You are listening to The Men's Room. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to The Men's Room on The Men's Room Radio Network. We did most of our damage as kids in my my buddy's dad's workshop. It was not as as complex as that. It was more about shotgun shells. Sure. He made his own ammo. Mm-hmm. But if we wanted to do some stupid stuff, trust me, there's nothing dumber than you can do to take some 4F gunpowder and... Well, you have to know, if you go own a workshop... Go figure out how to have a good time with And it. you have a son, and your son has friends, there's going to be a point where you're going to have a long, angry conversation with your son and potentially his friends about what not to do anymore mm-hmm. uh, in that workshop. Yeah. That's always, that's a guarantee, right? I saw a flame come out of the top of a lake one time from something. Out of a did. lake? Out of a lake. Oh, you guys fishing, huh? We were fishing. Yeah, we sure uh, were. That's and, uh, my first thought. Figured yeah. you're in Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of which, someone else had a, uh, a request for you, Miles, to tell the story of the uh, Herky Fire. <laughs> Herky Fire wasn't really, it, Herky Fire was just <laughs> devastating. Like, I didn't smell the smoke. You could just see the light coming from right. that area. And then when you got down there, like, these flames coming out of that house, they were, they were 30, 40 feet high. And it was a rancher. It was like a one-story. Right, right. So by the time that I got there, and like I told you, in West Virginia, volunteer fire department means that they ring the bell, and then the guys go to the fire department to get their stuff. Then they get onto the fire truck, and then they go to the residence. So in other words, your house burns down. It's gone. You yeah. know what I mean? So by the time that even the fire department got there, there was just nothing. They, they were just putting out a fire. But... The problem was was that uh, that uh, my buddy Herky, he uh, his younger brother, they had gotten a console for Christmas, and I can't remember what the game console was. What year? What year? This was probably around 1988, so maybe ColecoVision or 88. Oh no, oh, wait, that's wait, Nintendo. Nintendo, dude. Nintendo's I think, fresh. I think yeah. it was yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. I, I, you know what? You're right. It was Nintendo. <laughs> But but, but uh, Coleco in 1988. I can't remember what year it was. Damn. As far as what games came out in what year, but yeah, probably was Nintendo around. 19, I just know late 80s, early 90s. We got our first Nintendo. Yeah. Jason Jason hid the two games okay underneath his pillow. All right, because he didn't want his brother playing with him. He didn't want Her- Herky to play with it, with, the, with his games. So when I get down there, uh, and and Jason was uh, he was in different classes. He was he was he was a challenge student. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I get down there, he is running back and forth outside the house as fast as he can. Goes, hooky, hooky, the house is on fire. <laughs> and I'm like, Jason, calm down, man. It's okay. You know, you, 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 it's just. Stuff. You're telling him to calm down as the goddamn house is on fire. Right. Okay. So lo and behold. Relax, man. The entire, Chill, dude. The, the, Chill. The, the entire house burns to the ground. It, it's a terrible tragedy. Um, and then, <laughs> so they're going. So what does Jason want to do when, when they get back there? He wants to go find his cartridges. Lo and behold, the game console had completely melted. Yes. His two cartridges survived under a feather pillow pressed against the mattress. 
Jason went down there. His cartridges were one of the only things that survived the fire, although he had no game system. So we can blame on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He had no game system, but not no television. But his two cartridges uh, survived the fire. But I'll just never forget him running back and forth in his pajamas because they were like baseball pajamas. Yeah. He had like guys swinging baseball bats on him. And he's running back and forth in these pajamas, you know what I mean? Like one button's off, kind of like you are when you walk out of here. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that kind of thing. Like, huggy, huggy. And I'm trying to calm him down. But it was so hot. You could not believe how hot that fire yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. That was the thing that really stuck with me from the whole night was just the fact that it was a wall of heat. Like not even a foot forward you could take. Damn. It was Fires just, are a lot more intense than people think. You just it's don't insane. know, you it's know? It's insane. But I mean, you like even just where I sit. I mean, this is kind of stupid, but even just where I sit for Sounders games, like when they shoot off those flames when they score a goal, like you feel it. Oh, you yeah. know what? It is stupid. Like my first experience was something like that. I remember the first time I went to see Kiss. Right, it's 1983, and you know that when they take the stage, there's explosions and flames. And I just remember they take the stage, and these two big ass plumes of flame shot up. And I could not believe how freaking hot it was. Mm-hmm. To the point where I was looking yeah. at the band like, what are you doing? When I, like, I did one, two days of training with the Baltimore City Fire Department, all right? At one point in time, when I took my boot off, there was an inch of water inside my boot from my sweat. <sighs> that is how hot it is when they, when they just, when they're, si- when they're simulating a fire. So there was a tower, right. there's a simulated tower, but they have gas lines running all along the perimeters of the walls and the ceiling and everything else. It is hot. You are in 60 pounds worth of stuff. You're carrying a hose, and you're going up to the top, and, and you're climbing a stairwell, and you're going up to the top, and it keeps getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And by the time you get up there, you are dripping. I mean, you sure. are dripping in sweat. And that's not even a real fire. That's like a city. There's no fire. real adrenaline going on. No, there's no, it's just, you know, it's just, it's, you know, it's a controlled environment. And because it was a Baltimore City Fire Department, when we got up to the top, there was this dude who had like one of those reggae beanies on yeah. that had the fake dreadlocks coming out the back. <laughs> and he had sunglasses on and he was smoking a big blunt. That was like the gag. So when we got up there, it's like, I started the fireman. <laughs> so then we had to carry his ass down the steps. You know what I mean? He was easy, like 220. It's like, and he was just loving it. He he was laughing because he's a fire guy. He's a fireman. He doesn't care. Didn't you get edited out of, uh, what, Ladder 49? Isn't that why you did it? Completely. So you you did this, right, because they're filming Ladder 49 in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. John Travolta, was that his movie? Yep. All right. And so, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin yeah. Phoenix, all right. He was in that movie? Yes, he was. Was he? Yeah, because he's part of the training. Huh, okay. Yeah. This is before he had the limp. And then... You were in the movie, right? We were or just extras se- to play I extra know, parts as being But isn't that what you want to point at at the screen? Yes. And like you got edited me out. running in there. Everything hit the floor. <laughs> everything from the two days. You can't even be an extra. Everything we did from the two days hit the floor. I mean, it wasn't even like, we, we went to a whole different neighborhood to film something. And it, right. it never even made it. Damn. Yeah. It's like, that sucks. I want to see the drink. You, know you know me, I'm like, F Hollywood. Right. You know what I mean? F like, Hollywood. Right, you just crap. lost a great opportunity. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I had to learn how to break down a door with an axe and crap, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool, though. It was pretty cool. It just, you really? know, it's probably, yeah. I swear that to God, doesn't sound that, cool to me. that jacket, those pants, uh, the oxygen tank on the back, uh, your boots, uh, probably easy. Easy 60 pounds. I think it's even more than that. It's probably 65 So what about pounds. this sounds cool to you, Ted? I got 60 pounds of crap on. I have an inch worth of foot sweat, and I'm in a burning building. And I know I was it's a controlled. Kid, my neighbor across the street was a D.C. fireman. Yeah. Right? So, like, as you got older, like, he'd always take us to the firehouse, and you could wear all the gear. But we never got to swing the axes because we well, were still children. So I'm just like, he got the next level, man. Oh, man, these are he, big, long axes, Oh, too, yeah. Man. I mean, they're like, you know, they're, they're You never see a door get kicked in? I'd love to kick in a door. I'd like to kick down. in a door and axe one down, but more like like the shining. You know what I mean? Like, I'm coming to get you. 
But not so much with the fire. You know, Jack Nicholson did not wear an additional 60 pounds. He simply wanted to kill his own child. But either way, you take an axe, you chop down the door. That's cool. They had, like, and I'm not kidding you, they had a, uh, a train car on site. They had an airplane fuselage on site. We didn't get to go and train into those. Yeah, but no when, they, when they're training for firemen, I mean, they 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 they've tried anything that they can get to train with. They will. So if there's an event of a you know an air a crash or something like that, either rail or air or whatever, I mean, they train for all that stuff. Dude, all right. So here's the crazy story, and I obviously I did not see it firsthand, but we were joking around about Ocean City, Maryland, mm-hmm. right? And the people there are a little different. <laughs> so my neighbor would tell the guy who lived across the street. He would tell this story. About when they went to train in Ocean City, they had like this old fireman that was like in his 50s or 60s, had been there for years, right? So I guess he was grandfathered in. He didn't have to wear an oxygen mask. What? So he would run into these fires when he was fighting them and every once in a while would poke his head out of a window, take a gulp, and then run back in. (laughs) Like he's swimming and holding his breath. And then as soon as they were done, start ripping cigarettes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Trust me, my neighbor was a tough dude. Like He he worked a real district, like fought a lot of fires, and he's like, that's the most badass man ever seen. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Want more of The Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com. Men's Room Blank question. Once enough time had passed, I finally admitted to doing blank. 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Chris. Welcome to the men's room. Yes, thank you. Hola. You're welcome. So I am uh, 45, and I'm finally really willing to admit the terrible story of uh, Freckles the dog. Oh, no. Uh, Freckles the dog. Damn, man. You had to give it a name and everything. Well, it was, yeah, it was not my dog. Um, And I grew up in Olympia. And um, in a nice neighborhood, and there was a lady there who cut the kids' hair in the neighborhood as things used to be. And she had a dog named Freckles, a nice little um, spaniel mix. Um, and um, as I, as kids did back then, somehow I was just walking around in the morning one day with a little uh, Ziploc bag full of cookies and snacking on them and just walking around. And Freckles was there, and, you know, Freckles is pretty interested in my cookies. And so I thought, well, I'm going to finish my cookies, but there's some crumbs in the bottom, and uh, I'm going to let Freckles have the crumbs. Well, every time Freckles stuck his muzzle into the bag, it would just kind of flop off, and I thought I'd help him by just sticking the bag over his entire muzzle. Oh, Jesus. So he could have the crumbs. And... um the next day he was dead. And, <laughs> the next day uh, he was I, dead. Oh, no. I saw him on the ground with the bag over his muzzle, and the haircut lady was crying and everything. And she said, "Oh, you know, he must have gotten into the garbage. I don't know how this happened." And of course, I I did that, but um, I didn't. Oh, ever, no. Of course, admit to that because I was a little kid and I had killed the neighbor's <laughs> doggy, and she continued to cut my hair for a few more years. Did you? But, uh, yeah. Uh, did you feel? Did you feel remorse? Like, did you go home and cry? Did you have any emotional attachment reaction to this situation, or were you like, "Oh God, I killed Freckles the dog"? I I was I you know. I was more worried about getting in trouble than I felt bad. Even though Freckles was a perfectly nice dog, I didn't really, you know, I, I understood now how you can kill a dog. Well, yeah, uh, so put a bag over it again. its head. I learned my sure. lesson. That could happen to you uh, too. No, I, I don't think I cried. <laughs> okay. No tears for Freckles, huh? 
I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> your your heart was in the right place, man. But damn, you killed well, freckles. Yeah, exactly. I mean, cookie crumbs. I mean, I don't know. You know, if they, if they, you know, you know how it was, right? Gen X kids growing up, feral. You know, you just do what you do. Or I mean, yeah, well, but I never put a bag over her dog's and head. Nobody finds out and whatever. I hear you. Just, I, how many crumbs did you think were in there? Why don't you take the bag back off, poor Freckles? Well, he ran away. Oh, he I ran mean, with the bag. I, so I he got, got it over his muzzle, and then he was gone. And like seemed to enjoy himself, so I was like on my way, looking at the you know whatever else was down the street. Freckles was trying to scream for help. <laughs> yeah, he's having Probably. a good time. I know. Well, now that I once I got older, I can only imagine the terrible death that he experienced. <laughs> yeah, he suffocated. And, you know. He suffocated trying to eat a chips ahoy. Right, right. Uh, now, have you? When you have you since that point in time? Have you seen a similar breed? Or another dog that looked like Freckles, and it reminded you of that one special day there. Uh, yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm more of a cat guy. Okay. I think you've proven that already. Good yeah. care of them, and and I would certainly, you know, I mean, dogs can be fun and cute and all that, but uh, you know, I don't know. Let me ask you this: really. Have you have you killed anything else in your lifetime? I've killed chickens. Yeah. Okay, how many chickens have you killed? <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, probably like twenty or thirty. Is that? Would you work just on a farm? Raising them, raising them for meat. And ah, okay, their that's a little different. All right, you, did you? Did I'll you just put duct tape around his beak? So I was going to say, did you just cover no. his uh, his head in a glad sandwich bag, or did you actually chop the neck off? Yeah, no, I I was pretty as kind as possible. Uh, you know, did you not have um, a? Did you not yeah. have a? Did you not have a cone? I did have a cone. Okay, so, well, yeah, that's, that's, uh, I mean, that's upside, better than that. Upside down road yeah. cone, and uh, once the head's off, stuff them in there, and they flop around. Um, I'll tell you this, though, a lot more, a lot messier than I thought. Don't wear jeans you ever want to wear again. No. Uh, when you're killing chickens. In case chickens. you're killing chickens. Right? I, I spent an afternoon doing that with my buddy at his grandmother's You know, farm. Levi says that in a commercial. Levi jeans. Mm-hmm. Don't wear them into killing chickens. But otherwise, a fine, fine piece of dead. Boy, I, mean, I feel bad for Freckles. <laughs> I never met that dog, but. Once he named, once he, like, the dog had a cute name like Freckles, I was like, this isn't going to go well. But he wouldn't stop saying it, which <laughs> made it worse. He would never just say the dog. It was always Freckles. And <laughs> the next day I saw Freckles just laying there. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. Game is Big Dummy, 206-421-ROCK, who's our next contestant ready to play the game. I like, I like hogs monthly. Hog. <laughs> it's just pictures of dudes barbecuing hogs. I want it to be a strip club. Come yeah, on down to hogs. Them big breasts in the end there. Oh, yeah. A couple of them home shots. You know what I mean. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, Jen. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. You thinking Hustler Magazine? What was the backside when they had the oh, was it Hometown Hunnings or something like that? What? Uh, Hustler? Yeah, one of the magazines had it. I just can't remember what it might have been like freaking Swank or something. But it was like. Hustler had it, and I, I don't want to say the name of what they called it, but if you set your homemade. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were hunting. I forgot. Yeah. All right, oh, Jen. That's you, what they called it. And it was like, Jen, are you sober or not sober there, Jen? Uh, not sober. What are you doing over there, Jen? Are you smoking your weed? Oh, yeah. You know it. Okay. <laughs> Jen, our men's room poll. you got to wear a mask for a week. What will be on the front? Breasts, lady bits, man twig, or man berries? I'm going twig. You go man twig. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. 
That is really cool. <laughs> Not some berries. Huh? Thanks for doing that. Yeah, we appreciate it. You know, I might go twig. <laughs> Going twig? Just because that's going to get a reaction. Yes, it is. I think any one of them will. Yeah, but if you got a penis on your face, <laughs> yeah, it's going to get a reaction. Yeah, a lot uh, of dirty looks. <laughs> or a lot of good ones. You never know. Or good, you know. All right, here's your question. What college football conference announced this week that they will, in fact, be playing football later this fall? Oh, goodness. Um, USC? No, this conference is named after my penis, the Big Ten. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or sometimes the Pac-12. It really depends who you're with. Could go Big 12. (laughs) Or Big 12. I'm not that big. I'm not bragging. Mine's the SEC. It's always under investigation. <laughs> I, I pack 12. Yeah, right? <laughs> All right. Multiple choice. Marilyn Monroe, Elvis Presley, Harry Styles, or Abraham Lincoln. A two-inch strand of hair was recently sold at auction for $81,000. Who did the hair belong to? Again, Marilyn Monroe, Elvis Presley, Harry Styles, or Abraham Lincoln? Marilyn Monroe. I'm going to say Harry Styles. Based on the sex move, it makes sense. Abraham Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Oh. All right, Jen. Question number four. Question number four for you. McDonald's announced that they'll be releasing a three-foot body pillow shaped like what McDonald's food product? A chicken nugget. There you go. Nice work, Jen. You don't want to wake up next to a nugget. Is it a spicy nugget or is it a regular nugget? And if it is a pillow, okay, how many shapes do we have of nuggets at uh, McDonald's? Four or five. Four or five. Okay, because I think it's the long one. You know what I mean? There's the boot, the bell. Crap, man, I haven't had this for a question. The circle or whatever the oval thing is. Boot, bell. I think it's the boot, to be honest with you. It's the the one you want the most because it fits into the container of dipping sauce. It's the big one. I think that's the boot, right? Okay, yeah. I think. By the way, has anybody else, I post this to Mike, has anybody else thought about the fact of just a three-foot chicken nugget? You mean like eating a three-foot? Yeah, Yeah, like cutting off pieces of it. (laughs) Oh, it's like, like Subway do on the six-foot six sub, right? Yeah. I just looked at Mike. I go, Mike, I would love if we could, if we could get our hands on it. We're going to get a deep fryer big enough for that bad boy. As a that, was, that was the real question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need a bigger air fryer. Game is Big Dummy, 206-421-ROCK. Do we have a brand new contestant ready to play the game? Hello, Joe. Welcome to the hey, men's room. Dummy. Hola, mi amigos. Hola. Hola. Joe, are you sober or not sober? Not sober, sir. What are you doing over there, Joe? Oh, having some Heinekens and some Knob Creek smoked maple Kentucky bourbon. Wow. How is that? Uh, very tasty. Sounds like it is. Haven't you tried are that high one end, Sarah. I yeah, like it. Yeah. Got to kill something on that skunky Heineken. Men's room, <laughs> yeah, Paul. Very true. Uh, wear a mask for a, a week with what? Breasts, Lady Bits, Man Twig, or Man Berries? Lady Bits, my favorite. Lady Bits, it is. Yeah. Go to the post office. Got that bad boy on. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Tell me you're there to mail a package. You know what I'm saying? Damn right. <laughs> All right, here is your question. What three things did God create on the fourth day? Wow, and that's general. But three things did God create on the fourth day? Yeah, on the eighth day, he created rock and roll. Thank you, Bill mm-hmm. and Ted. They didn't yeah. cover that part in the Bible. They ran out of time. Whew, don't know that one off the top of my head. Sorry, Lord. Is the first one the sun, the moon, and the stars? That would be day four. That is day four? That is, yeah, sun, moon, and stars. What did That's they do before that, I wonder? I, I don't know. Because you think the universe would need to come first. <laughs> you would think. Yeah, but, just in order. But you got to build the planet, and then sun, the moon, the stars. 
You're thinking like it did the planet. Planet Earth. Something's missing. Yeah, okay. like All land, right. Ooh, sea. Yeah. Okay. I already got for us, Mike. Okay, so in the beginning, he started the creation. The first day was light. The second day was the sky. The third day was dry land, seas, plants, and trees. Fourth day was sun, moon, and stars. The fifth day, creatures that live in the sea and creatures that fly. And hang on one second here. My, my quick list is going away. There we are. The fifth day... Let's see. Oh, sorry. The sixth day was animals that live on the land, and finally humans made the image of God were created in day seven. He just uh, laid back. And then, well, then he got back to work on day eight for rock and roll. That's right. Again. Oh, well, day seven God. also had NFL rock football. Roll. That's yeah. true. Oh, no. Here's a, here's a good one for you. Guy says, my kid, who I didn't think was following the show while we drove, all of a sudden pops up and says, uh, I'll shred my mask before I have berries on it. I say, why is that? He wow. says, they're nuts, Dad. You want to wear that? <laughs> a smart kid right there. That's a I smart like that kid, kid in the car. He knows what the hell's up. All right, here is your question. What TV show takes place in the fictional town of Hawkins, Indiana? Oh, God. I'm just going to take a stab in the dark of uh, Living Dead. Stranger Things? Stranger Things. Hmm. Okay, saw it. Like it. Bummer. Think we're on the question three, Joe. Question number three for you. What word is used to describe an adult female sheep? Adult female sheep. You know this. Oh, I, know. I just want to ram it, but uh, no, it's male. Um, you know this. <laughs> I know you, you do. You know it. <laughs> yes, there you go. There you go, there you go Joe. Very you. good. You know that. That's why you don't take it literally. And someone says, F you. <laughs> What are you doing? No, Billy, it's not what I meant. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. Mike, have we made it to drinking time? Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve at Throwhill to find out who we're toasted. Yes, indeed. Real quick, one of our listeners let us know. Uh, VHFT, uh, yeah, very high frequency and ultra high frequency. Hmm. So the VHF The and- wave of the future. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Now, today, kind of a, a unique shot for you. So first, I'll give you the setup here. Today, we chose 28-year-old Emily Owings, of Enid, Oklahoma. That's harder to say than Enid, Oklahoma. Enid, Oklahoma. Now, Emily was pulled over for not wearing a seatbelt. Nothing too surprising there. She also did not have her driver's license. That's a problem. She also did not have insurance. So all of these problems are culminating. In fact, the only form of ID that she had when the cops were like, can you prove who you are since you're not the driver's license? The good news is she had her medical marijuana card. Oh, the only form of ID that she had. Now, all of that said, what followed is one of the sillier situations we've seen. But like a lot of things, all of this was caught on a body cam. All right, and this video is making the rounds. But what we have done, we have the actual transcript of the conversation between the arresting police officer and our actual honoree, Emily Owings. Now, for your listening pleasure, the men's room theater players have gotten together. Our very own Mike Hawk will play the role of Emily Owings, while I will play the role of the police officer. Are you ready, Mike? I'm ready. All right. It begins with the police officer. Your license is suspended. Why? I don't know. I didn't know that. Now, I'm waiting to see if you have any warrants through Woods County. But I have to poop so bad. Where where do you think I was going? It's my birthday. It's my 
birthday. A bizarre excuse, and her 20th birthday wasn't the only problem that she was dealing with. Police say she wasn't supposed to be behind the wheel in the first place. There was a warrant out for her arrest in Wainoka for allegedly fighting an officer. What? Why won't you just let me go? Because your license is suspended. I'm sorry, I didn't know. Otherwise, I won't drive no more, but can I please just go home and go poop? That's when the Enid officer called for backup. If I can get you to step out of the vehicle for me. Are you going to arrest me? You're under arrest. Are you kidding me? Why? You have warrants in Woods County, and they're coming to get you. No, they are not. F you guys. She then puts her key in the ignition and speeds off. A pursuit lasted several blocks with speed stopping 70 miles per hour. Police say the 28-year-old blew through stop signs, even through a school zone, but she eventually stopped and surrendered when officers pointed their guns at her vehicle. Get out of the vehicle now! Step out now! Well, she was arrested and booked into the Garfield County Detention Center. She faces several felony charges. Back to our program. Can I poop in your car, man? You could have already been on your way to jail. Yeah, but not pooping. Get in the car! Police searched Owie's car and found a pipe with meth inside of it. Oh, that concludes Jesus. our story. This woman would not stop talking about having to poop. Mm-hmm. That was her whole thing. And if you watch the video, she's like, listen, man, I got to poop. He's like, I, I don't care. You're going to be arrested. Can I at least go home first to poop? He's like, no, you're under arrest. Can I poop in your car? No, but we're going to take you to jail where you can poop. But again, she's making it clear that she's not going to be able to hold it. I don't know how this concluded. She may have finally brown capped his car. Maybe she managed to hold it. I don't know. But good Lord, that woman. I appreciate a woman who has to poop and let you know. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitola! Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Double Flush Production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.